Scarpins, I put the cans on because it's the What Makes This Song Stink podcast. Going back at you again, when I do videos, there's no cans. When it's a podcast, there's cans. So in case you're not watching this on uh, on YouTube.com, uh, I've got cans on. There's five more of these that are uh, contractually obligated with uh, Starburns Audio, who's been like really, really cool. Um, it was an opportunity, and I thank them for that. And if you're looking for new podcasts, just check them out. Uh, Pat Oswald has one on there. Uh, Doug from Office Hours has one. I mean, they've, they've got tons of great shows. So if you need a new podcast, check out Starburns Audio. Um, today's episode is, um, it's, it's a very bad song. This might be the worst song that I've ever heard. And, uh, and it's a bit of an emergency and it should be a little stinker actually like this should get, this should be a, what makes the song stink video. Like I could do, I could do an hour on this thing, but it's actually the shortest episode of the podcast today because we got to remember the L4 and there'll be no guests today because I need my full concentration of listening to this thing. I can't be distracted. I can't have to ask people about what they do. So it's, it's, this is just me and you. So, um, but it's, but it's a song, um, and it's and it's called um it's hard to say it's hard to say the name of the song it's called Marvin Gaye and it stinks you know so i mean it's it's heartbreaking i mean marvin gaye is one of the most talented people that this planet's ever seen and now he's associated with one of the worst things i've ever heard so we'll talk about that in a little bit um but first we got a little bit of news um because i've mentioned this on the podcast before but we got the big splash coming up that's the Hootie Fest um, down down there in Cancun, April 26th to 29th. And I just want to make sure everybody uh, doesn't forget in case they want to buy their packages. And we got to go over the performance schedule so that you don't miss any acts. You know, I don't want you out there scuba diving and missing Edwin McCain. So Wednesday, Lit's going to kick things off at 6.15 and then Edwin McCain at 7.45, and then you got your blowfish coming up, 9.45. They're going to close it out. So Lit's going to get the party started. I mean, the pop-offs are in town. And if you're ever going to see Lit, I mean, I might go. Like, the pop-offs are going to be so happy. Can you imagine Lit in Cancun? I mean, this is what they've been living their whole lives for. They've had this wardrobe for 30 years. So Lit's going to kick you off at 6.15. That's your Wednesday. Thursday, you're you're settled in. You already had a day at the beach. You get there. You hit the main stage. 6.30, you got occasional milkshake. Now, I don't know occasional milkshake, but they sound great. 8 o'clock, you got your Blossoms, Jim Blossoms. Uh, lead singer Robin. This is pissing me off. Maybe something with a Y at the end. I should know. I'm sorry. If only I had a way of finding out. And uh, I know that he'll have a tambourine. <laughs> Watch any live performance of a Jim Blossoms uh, gig, and he, that man is going to have a tambourine in his hand. Standard. Um, so they're at eight and then Goo Goo Dolls at 10, which is tough. Cause I feel like Jim Blossoms, you know, they know they have better tunes than the Goo Goo Dolls, but they also know that the Goo Goo Dolls have the bigger hits. So Takak and Resnick are going to be hitting the stage around 10 and that's your Thursday. Go back to the room, you know, maybe call in some room service, you know, get some chicken tenders, but don't stay up too late because you got a pool party on Friday at 1 PM with cowboy mouth. And I'm not sure if you have cowboy mouth, but you know, they're kind of like if, if bare naked ladies let themselves go, you know, and like didn't censor themselves. Like that's what bare naked ladies want to be is cowboy mouth. So you enjoy cowboy mouth and then maybe do some parasailing. 
um, you know, anything to taste, but make sure that you get back to the main stage because uh, you got a sunset show, 6.30, hooting the blowfish. Um, so I don't know if they're going to do the same set as they did on Wednesday or if they're just going to wait and, like, maybe play time on Wednesday but play I Only Want to Be With You on Friday. I'm not sure how they're going to divvy that up. Um, so they're going to start you off, and then you got Everclear at 8 o'clock. So you got Alex Zekas and the boys. You know, you're going to hear Father of Mine um, <laughs> after you've heard Let Her Cry. Um, you're getting a father of mine ever clear at eight o'clock and then bare naked ladies. So I didn't even know that, but cowboy mouth is at one and then bare naked ladies at 10. Maybe they'll bring up members of cowboy mouth. Who knows? Um, this, this concert is fucking certified hell. Um, Saturday, uh, one o'clock hootie fiesta. I don't know what that means, but it's 1 PM and it's at the pool. And then uh, if you missed Cowboy Mouth because you were partying a little too hard to the Goo Goo Dolls on Thursday, don't worry about it because Cowboy Mouth has a 6.15 set on the main stage on Saturdays. So you got two opportunities to catch Cowboy Mouth. But don't burn all your energy partying to CM because you got CS coming up after them, Collective Soul. I got Koso, Ed Roland and the boys, Dean Roland, Will Turpin on base you, you turpin's gonna be chirping on the beach wait till you oh man he's gonna be playing bass to uh december he can't wait the pop-offs might be side stage because they're not going home you know they're gonna hang out even though you know lit played on wednesday at six fifteen. you got to think they're hanging so there might be some pop-offs on the side stage for collective soul maybe they'll come up and do the yaz on shine who knows it could be one of those magical hootie fest moments and then you know after collective soul tears down the house um you, you're getting hootie and the blowfish again for the third time three sets of hootie and the blowfish I mean, what are they gonna do how many times are they gonna play hold my hand you know um so again uh collective soul hootie and the blowfish Everclear, bare naked ladies edwin mccain <laughs> goo goo dolls i might go to this we i might have to try to make this like a what makes this song stink like pilgrimage like make it a convention like maybe that's where we should all meet up this is i mean when is this gonna happen again this is the worst fucking festival i've ever seen ever so maybe we'll be putting together a package you know kim and i do like an all-inclusive so who knows but that's the news now let's get to the bad news which is today's song now i was made aware of this song from a person that i know his name is matt schleck who i remember from when i lived back in scranton Someone sent him uh, my Danny California video and said, hey, I think you'd like this. Check it out. And the guy's like, hey, I actually know this guy. So then uh, Matt reached out to me to tell me that story and then also to send me the worst song that he's ever heard. So thanks, Matt. I uh, really appreciate that, and I'm glad to hear from you. And uh, you're, you're not wrong. This song um, is called Marvin Gaye, and it's bad. It's, it's really bad. And if you haven't heard this song by Charlie Puth, um, Stop listening to this right now. I don't give a shit. Just listen to anything else. Um, you know, do, do go back, read about the War of 1812. You know, find out what's really happening in the Indian Ocean. You know, call your uncle that you've never called before. Give him a call. Find out what he was doing in 1985. He might have been up to something. Who knows? He could have been... <laughs> He could, he could have been going uptown. You never know. You don't know because you don't, you know, you haven't talked to your uncle enough. So do that. Uh, call, call an uncle. What else can you do? Watch, watch Crocodile Dundee, you know, see if that holds up. Croc 2 was all right. I remember uh, they, uh, you know, had that thing that he kept swinging around and was making a noise. And the, the bad guy was like, Dundee. 
I remember that. I mean, watch Crocodile Dundee 2. Watch 3. You know, I think he was in Los Angeles. I don't know if I saw Croc 3. But these are the things that you should be doing other than listening to this right now because um, it's rough. It's it's rougher than most. And uh, I was just about to, I was telling Kim that I was I was coming up here to record this thing. And I told her the song. And she said, um, you do research on Charlie Puth because she told me that he's like a uh, TikTok, uh, like kind of like a Beato guy, that like a perfect pitch guy. Like, and, and so I did and did some research. And he's like, he does like songs where like he opens up a door and it makes a creak and then he samples the creak and then turns it into a song. Like, you know, and could tell you all the notes in the door and stuff like that, which is, you know. And then I did some other research and he was a Berkeley guy. So like he knows his shit and I'm just like, all right. But that, that makes it worse. Because if you like fully understand music, and I don't care if you have perfect pitch, you don't need perfect pitch. Like John Lennon did not have perfect pitch. Like, you know, F, like I'm pretty sure that's an F, but who cares? You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I don't care about any of that. Um, and so let me just get that out of the way. And, uh, on that note, this is your last chance to get out of here because this is going to be a shorter episode. You know, we're thinking about the L4 and I'm, and I'm serious. You should, you should not be listening to this. Here we go. This is Charlie Puth, Marvin Gaye. Let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Let's go ahead and stop it right there. So Marvin Gaye is now a verb. Let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. And, uh, you know, I thought like commercials with like, you know, be your awesome, like Nissan, be your awesome adjectives becoming nouns. I thought that that was rough. And now we've got Marvin Gaye as a fucking verb, you know, the poor fucking guy shot by his old man. His old man took him out. I mean, he's one of the best singer songwriters of all time. Marvin Gaye is fucking incredible. And now he's a verb in a Charlie Puth song. Let's Marvin Gaye and get you know? it on. Um, and another thing, go back to the, if we go back to the beginning of this video, they're in like some high school gym or whatever. It sounds like they had some like metal band or something was playing and they're not into it. And this song doesn't sound like it was good. But, you know, the crowd wasn't into that. They didn't like the hard, you know, and, and now it sounds like Eddie Trunk. Like, you know, Eddie Eddie loves it. Eddie Trunk would have loved that part. Hold on one second. Let me play it again for Eddie. Great song. Great song. But, like, you know, yeah, I'm more interested yeah, nah. in what that Charlie fucking Puth. song was. That Let's wasp song. This guy comes up. And now they're just, whoa. You got, the that I want. You got some talent on the stage now. Just like they say in the song. So, lyrics aside, this might sound a little, a little familiar. Stand by me, which is a Ben E. King song, Ben E. King. Um, we always respect that, Ben E. King. And uh, you know, it's it's not a Marvin Gaye song. It's Stand by me. So if you're gonna do a song that already like is singing about a guy, like you know, just it, why wouldn't it be like let's Ben E. King? I'd stand over there. You know what I mean? Like something. But he's 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 writing he's he's making Marvin Gaye a verb to a Benny King song. I mean, this is like sub train. This is worse than fucking train. You know, if I'm giving train anything, this is worse than train. But I'm sure Monahan was kicking himself when he heard it. Like, oh man, why didn't I think of that? You know? He's like, maybe I still could do it. Like I could take an El you know, maybe I could write a song called Elton John, you know? 
but you know, uh, put it over like a Billy Joel song, maybe something like. I'm still standing like Elton John, crocodile rocking all night long. The club down at the end of the street, you're the one I'd like to meet. Don't forget about the one. And all I ever needed was the one. Don't forget about the one. But uh, yeah, so Monahan's kicking himself. And so am I, uh, because we got to do an ad. Sorry about that. Commercials are the fucking worst. So let's do one. We got this king says to ourselves. So there's the Berkeley showing up. So he's got that augmented turnaround, which is the O'Darlin turnaround. So he's got that Berkeley. Don't have to share with no one else. I hate this song. Don't keep your secrets to yourself. It's Kama Sutra show and tell. It's Kama Sutra show and tell. So Charlie's uh. Charlie's into Kama Sutra, which I'm sure he is. You know, I'm sure he's got the book and they're, they're getting into all the positions. You know, like this fucking guy's doing Kama Sutra. No way. You know, none of that shit happens till you're 55 anyway. It doesn't. You got to give it up to me. I'm screaming mercy, mercy, please. He's screaming mercy, mercy, please. So Marvin Gaye, of course, mercy, mercy, me. Well, singing about the fucking planet and pollution and how, you know, we're we're destroying the, the ecosystem and all of that stuff. But Charlie, you know, is screaming mercy, mercy, please, because, you know, he wants a blowjob. You know, this isn't a kid's episode. I'm sorry about that. But Charlie wants a blowjob. Just like they say in the song. And Kama Sutra, I mean... Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys about sex. If you find a, if you find a nice missionary or, you know, on top or, you know, any of that stuff, you find it, it, it takes a while just to find a nice missionary. You know, you find a, that's working and, you know, you're happy. This fucking guy's already doing the Kama Sutra. I mean, you know, this, this isn't a kid's episode, but like we're not set up for success on this planet. You know, I mean, we're just not. The Earth, the Earth is never going to make it easy for us because... Me, you know, us, the guys, is the, is the dumb guy. We've got this dumb thing, and the dumb thing just wants to go in and out, right? You know that, and it, that's all it wants to do, just wants to go in and out. But the dumb thing that's on top of, of, of her vagina, the dumb thing, the tiny little dumb thing, it's above where the thing's going in and out, right? So it, it's going to take you a good 10, 15 years to figure that out. I mean, we're dumb, you know, it's, and all we want to do is go in and out, right? But like you got to you got to learn that you know you kind of got to hang in there and you got to go up a little bit you know you got to got to stump it a little bit you got to hit them high and and like this fuck is fifteen years away from from stumping just like they say in the song till the dawn let's run again get it on but he's singing it earnestly you know um and passionately and uh with soul which we just don't get enough of these days. And, you know, I'm not trying to talk about, like, the American Idol voice or anything like that. And, like, I know the conversation. I usually zone out on any kind of conversation people are having. Like, you know, music is just people from TV shows now. And it's just used to be just cut your teeth in the garage, man. That's what it used to be about. Now it's just all TV shows, which is true. But, I mean, can't do that conversation anymore. Almost as much as I can't do the, you know, digital versus, like, man, we used to hold the vinyl in our hand, man. And, you know, you would look at the artwork and you would see who played on it and you just lived and breathed it, which is also true. 
I grew up BMG club, you know, you got like 10 CDs for like eight cents or something like that. I mean, I could tell you that me plow is the first song on purple, you know, because I had it, I had purple stone temple pilots and I'm, and I'm definitely sure that track one is me plow because when you had a CD, you listened to all the songs, right? Um, but we, but documentaries should, it can't have that in it anymore. Nobody could talk about that anymore. Jesus Christ. Now it's just all TV shows. But this is the world we live in. Not to say that the world wasn't always stupid, but it's got to be dumber than it was. I mean, you know, case in point. Awesome sauce. We had to get through awesome sauce. I mean, I've lived in the generation where awesome sauce happened. Megan's got the halftime part. So this one, six, four, five chord progression is kind of like the, the good version, the good witch of, of chord progressions as far as like catchy melodies go. It's like number one doo-wop, like blue moon, you left me standing alone. And then it was Buddy Holly every day. It's a getting faster. So this the chord progression itself doesn't piss me off, but you can pretty much put anything to it. Like, you know, let's see. I'll I'll try to poot this one. So like I have this uh mic clip from a from a mic stand and I have let's see, this terrible uh thing that you put your phone on if you're doing like live streams. I've got so much of this bullshit. <laughs> it sucks. You should see this table. It's a fucking war zone. But anyway, so we're gonna take this uh we're going to take this mic stand clip and this uh, thing that holds a phone when you're doing live streams, and I'm just going to, like, tap out something. Let's see. And then we plug in. You know, works good enough in the 10 seconds. So it's like... Pretty much anything you're plugging in over the one six four five is gonna work. So that's just for Berkeley, uh, Berkeley Puth. And this is what I'm saying. He knows that he's doing this shit, and that's what makes it even worse. Because if you know that like the crisper in your refrigerator makes an F sharp when you open it, then you know that this song blows. And the fact that he is able to put this into the world and doesn't know that this song blows is the reason why he's on my channel. How's it going? I don't hate that melody. I kind of like it, actually, like that part. That's something, though. That's got to be a rip of something. I know I know this. This is going to bug the shit out of me unless I get it. And it's, it's me. It's me. I wrote a song. Fucking A. God damn it. That was a song I wrote like a while, like a long time ago, and I never did anything with it. I just always remembered these chords because I liked them. And guess who else liked them? 
Puth. Fucking A, man. Puth got me. I got me. Fucking A. That's a tough pill to swallow. That's a jagged little pill. Glenn Ballard. This one's breaking me, man. I think I found my breaking point. I don't think I could do this for much longer. And it's not my L4. I don't know if I could suffer this, like, last chorus. Fucking vocal bullshit they're going to do because it's always on the last chorus. Yep, there it was. You got to change it up on the last chorus. You got to. I can't. I think I'm tapping. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. I can't do it. I can't. What do you want from me? I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a guy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a man. It's all I am. And, and yeah, I break down shitty songs, but there's, I have a line, you know, and Puth crossed it. This Puth crossed the line, man. This is fucking evil. This is an evil goddamn song. And he's a talented guy. Sure. You know, he's, he knows music up and down. He could turn a fucking broom into a song, whatever. I don't care. This is this is dangerous. This is dangerous shit. I mean, fuck. I already talked about like you know the the digital versus vinyl conversation. I talked about the American Idol conversation, and now I'm going to talk about like you know today's music versus like the music of the '60s and the '70s. You know, but like this is this is it. This is the clincher. This is case in point. You know, I'm not talking about like Shaq playing against fucking Giannis here. And I'll talk about Shaq and I'll talk about fucking KD if you want or Embiid, love Embiid. But I mean, like, you know, this isn't like one of those things. The era is going up against each other. This is it right here. I mean, for generations to come, because you think like only 5% of the of the kids that know Charlie Puth are ever going to fucking look up Marvin Gaye. So that means that their only reference to Marvin Gaye is a fucking lyric in this goddamn piece of shit song. And they're never going to know Marvin Gaye, you know? And then like in 30 years, they're going to know Puth. They're going to go back and listen to Puth. Who's going back to listen to Marvin, you know? And like, these are real fears, Right. And you can call, say the fucking old man cloud shit. I don't care. This, this is real. This is real fucking shit. 706 million views on Marvin Gaye by Charlie Puth. M- meanwhile, how many views does Let's Get On have Marvin Gaye? 6.9. 6.9 million. Puth has him by like 700 million. 700 million. Puth has him by... And so this is, you know, I'm not making this shit up. There's, there's hard fucking numbers here. And this is where we're at. You know, I mean, Marvin Gaye, it was dig it. You know, it was like, it was like weed was grass. Like that's fucking cool. And then we have like amaze balls. I mean, I had to live through that amaze balls and God knows what's coming up next, you know? And meanwhile, Marvin Gaye, 6.9 million, this 6.9, 6.9, 69, Marvin, you know, because this is the man that fucking earned it. He didn't need the Kama Sutra. Listen to that. That's good, man. So maybe I just have to thank Charlie. I'm going to thank Charlie because this never sounded better and it always sounds real good. I mean, it's Marvin. So let's thank Puth then because it's i mean this is just fucking incredible so let's just celebrate marvin on the end of this episode and just listen to marvin for the rest of the day you know finish up croc two 
Crocodile Dundee too, and then and then listen to Marvin Gaye. I don't think I'm going to watch Crocodile Dundee too. I don't think I'm ever going to watch another Crocodile Dundee for the rest of my life. Maybe when I'm on the when I'm on the bed, when I'm on the DB, you know, deathbed, couple weeks left. Put on Croc. I'm I'm going out with Hogan. Maybe that's the way I'll go out. But today, I'm going out with Marvin because. Fuck yeah. Awesome. So let's just listen to Marvin. Celebrate Marvin. And hopefully uh, we'll never hear another Charlie Puth song for the rest of our lives. And, uh, you know, wish him nothing but the best, though. Nothing but the best for Charlie. But I, I hope I, I really hope I never hear another one of your songs. And uh, on that note, um, I'm going to go stretch out the L4. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Don't click the link below. I'll see you next time. Well, you could write a country tune, set your mind on daddy's phone, and keep it simple and true to form by the way it's done. You could write a rap track, get the alphabet and chew in on the phrasing. Once you get to the end of the line, it's amazing, dropping like bombs. You could write a metal rap, Dead and strong, screaming all night. You could write a pop banger, seven figures for some running numbers. I like the old ones better than the new ones, coming on too strong. You could write a folk ditty, tell the tale of a god of a neighbor. Same old story, and it's always changing, going on and on and on. Well, you could write a jazz number Hot coals and my soul is blazing The right notes are never wrong Off the top of my head Ah, you could write a poem, song Turn the nation down, blast the flag Show another to a preset track